Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try to distract it. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. The Ravens fell to the Steelers 17 to 10 in the regular season finale here at MT Bank Stadium. But let's be honest here, Garrett. Uh, it's on the postseason. So this game meant really, I don't want to say nothing, but pretty close to nothing for the Ravens and everything to the Steelers. It meant uh, nothing from a playoff seeding standpoint to the correct. Ravens. That is correct. That's the politically correct way to say it garrett thank you very much <laughs> that's um, what i'm here for so so uh we'll still break down this game and the takeaways from this game and then we'll kind of turn the page here and give a little early preview look at the postseason for the ravens so garrett what stood out to you on this rainy rainy day yeah i mean it is to turn the page quickly from this one and just we, we just walked out of the locker room and, and certainly the tenor of this is much different than a game a, a normal loss you know sure. everyone knows Look. that this is a turn the page the Ravens already wrapped up the first round by and right. home field advantage throughout the playoffs so did you want to win yes but at the end of the day they're moving on they're not going to dwell on this basically at all obviously the ravens already had the number one seed locked up they rested a number of guys six key starters were out at the start of this yep uh and then from there there was even more some of those key starters that were missing of course uh soon to be mvp lamar jackson yeah leads the group yep uh kyle hamilton did not play marlon humphrey didn't play uh kevin zeitler was held out Odell Beckham Jr. was held out. Zay Flowers was inactive. Uh, and, and who else? And Roquan Smith didn't Roquan play. Roquan Smith didn't play. Yeah, Roquan was dressed, but he didn't play in this game. So those are seven key players, obviously, right there. The Ravens also limited snaps for Tyler Linderbaum, limited snaps for Patrick Queen, limited snaps at the end of the game for Jay Davion Clowney and Kyle Van Noy. So there was a lot of that that was going on, but... Um, the Ravens were, they didn't come up with the win. They still wanted to win this game, no doubt about yep. that. But um, I think what stands out to your question, what stood out to me about this game, the weather. I mean, that honestly was, the I think, the biggest factor in this game. It was pouring rain and 34, 35 degrees the entire day. Maybe part of that is just because I spent an hour on the field before the game, and it's hard <laughs> to remove that separate that memory from the rest of the game of getting soaked down there on the field. But I do think that, the the weather was a significant impact on the game. Oh, there's no doubt. From a passing standpoint, from a turnover standpoint, both teams had to deal with really difficult conditions out there. I mean, you saw very early in this game, both teams putting the ball on the ground. Mm -hmm. And so ball security was tough. It was, it was difficult to throw in this. I mean, the two quarterbacks uh, combined for 300 yards passing in this game. Yeah. So... 
uh, yeah, it was tough to move the ball. That's why it was 17 to 10. Really, for the Steelers, is one big play, one long touchdown on a pretty simple slant uh, that goes the distance for them, and then fumbles. The Ravens fumbled twice. Melvin Gordon had one. Gus Edwards had one in the fourth quarter that basically sealed the game. The Ravens are down by a touchdown. Had a chance to, to drive back. Gus put it on the ground, and the Steelers pretty much milked the clock and kicked a field goal from there. Yeah, and, and I mean, both teams, two turnovers, and then, as you mentioned, from a from a passing standpoint, it was just difficult to throw the ball at all. Like, it's hard. I know when you're watching the game on TV, you can see that it's raining, but it really is difficult to get a sense of, like, how, how much that is impacting the game. It was windy. It was in your face. Like, it was the type of a, it was the type of game that, like, you just, you can't not think about the weather. Like, it was hard, I think, for anybody, fans, players, to kind of not think about the significance of the weather and how, I mean, just how nasty it was out there. So, I do think it made it made life hard on the Ravens offense. I think life was already going to be kind of tough when you're down, you know. You don't have Lamar Jackson. You don't have Lamar. Player. Well, of course. Well, you don't have Lamar, but <laughs> even even for Snoop, like, he's he doesn't have Zay Flowers, top receiver. He doesn't have Odell Beckham Jr. He doesn't have Kevin Zeitler out there. So, like, he's already down. Isaiah likely wasn't playing his usual snaps. He yep. was kind of coming in on third downs primarily. Yeah, so I think that with all those, with the weapons limited, yeah, he made those snaps count. Yeah. Um, with the, with the weapons limited, the weather, I think it was going to be really tough sledding for the passing game, and it was. Well, let's be honest. The number one objective of this game coming in was to get out of it healthy. Yes, thank and, you. And the Ravens pretty much checked that box. Mm-hmm. There was a, a scare with Geno Stone, uh, went down with a knee injury in the second half. He w- came out of the blue tent and returned to the Ravens' sideline, which is always a, a very good indication. Didn't go back to the locker room. After the game, John Harbaugh said, didn't look too serious, that they got out of it okay for an injury standpoint, just to run down the other guys. Adafi Owe, early in the game, John Harbaugh said there's a little bit of an ankle. Yeah. And then... Uh, Brent Urban was evaluated for a concussion later in the game. None of them see major. John Harbaugh said he expects all three of those guys will be ready to go for the divisional playoff game here at MIT Bank Stadium. So that's the best news of the night. Yeah, totally. And, and honestly, when you have some guys like when Delshawn Phillips went down, I think Patrick Queen is, is the one that I would say I was thinking about the most because Patrick Queen played the first half. Then going into the second half, he's he's not playing. Delshawn Phillips and Trenton Simpson are playing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Delshawn Phillips gets hurt, and Patrick Queen has to go back in the game late. And no one has out of inside linebackers. They didn't he have anybody. Malik, Malik Harrison uh, is dealing with a groin injury. Roquan Smith isn't playing. So they're out of inside linebackers. Yep. So that forced Patrick Queen back into action. Yeah. And you're just sitting there saying, uh, just, okay, just please get don't let it happen. Yeah, just get through this. Don't get hurt. Don't get banged up. Don't tweak an ankle. Don't have someone fall on you. Every tackle that he made, you're kind of holding your breath. And there was mm-hmm. one actually along the sidelines where he was a little slow to get up initially. And I'm like, get up, get up, get up, get up. Mm-hmm. And he was fine after the game. So uh, that was, I think, the best news of the night. It was that the Ravens got out of this thing healthy. And now they have these two weeks to get ready for the playoffs. And so I really feel like the sense of getting out of this game healthy and then also having this time to get guys healthy like Kyle Hamilton who's been dealing with this knee injury. Mm-hmm. He had this week to rest. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers has been dealing with injuries. Odell Beckham Jr. who's, you know, not dealing with a specific injury, but, you know, a veteran player later stage of his career who the rest really benefits. So I think for like all those guys, Zeitler, Marlon, getting those guys the time to rest and then 
now they can go into this playoff game and the Ravens are, are going to be pretty close to full strength. If not at full strength. I mean, they're not at full strength given, I mean, like, I don't expect Mark Andrews to be back for that one, but like, well, we'll see. Never we'll see. Never, Garrett. We'll see. Um, but they're, but they're close. Yeah. In, in terms of at this point of the season for the guys that they have on the 53, they're pretty darn close to full strength. Yeah, totally. That, that's, that's a really big deal for this team just to keep it, uh, Moving on the Steelers game here, I thought there were a few takeaways that, hey, maybe these do impact, you know, the, the team moving forward. Melvin Gordon um, mm-hmm. had, a, had a fumble in this game. Obviously, he's a guy who's had a little bit of a fumble history. Not good to see. I think that Dalvin Cook was is a player that the Ravens signed to the practice squad the Late day the before week, this yeah. game. Um, and so... I think it makes you wonder, does Dalvin Cook get a shot in the playoffs? He's going to get his chance to get up to speed in practice and whatnot. Is he going to get more of a look? I yeah. think he'll probably have a chance, certainly, uh, to to get some snaps as that number three running back. Another, another I think, uh, yeah, just on, on Gordon, I think, you know, that's kind of real, just really disappointing. This is, you know, I, I, it had happened early in the game. He finished the game with seven carries for 18 yards and then the fumble. He didn't get a ton of action yeah. after that fumble. And this is somebody who's kind of been waiting for his opportunity this year. And he got moved up to the 53-man roster after the injury to Keaton Mitchell. And John Harbaugh has been very high on him throughout the season, mm-hmm. including recently after the injury to Keaton when they said, well, we still got Melvin Gordon, who's been on a practice squad all year. We feel really good about him and the opportunities that he's going to get. And so the Ravens really indicated a lot of confidence in him and to, and to see him cough it up. That, that, that's that been basically the, the knock on him in his career, especially the last few years, is holding on to the football. Yeah. And so to see him cough one up is is discouraging. I mean, certainly, you know, it's a rainy day. Ball, yeah. you know, holding on to the ball was a problem for both sides. But, that you know, that's not going to be, you can't just excuse it with that. John Harbaugh is not going to excuse it with that. Yeah, you could have a rainy day in the playoffs. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you do wonder if that opens the door more for Dalvin Cook to have a bigger impact uh, in the playoffs for the yeah. Ravens. Well, and, and and not to, you know, not to pile on Melvin there is um, Gus Edwards also had a fumble too. Yeah. And I think, again, speaking to the rainy day piece, but Gus has historically been a guy that has a great grip on the football, doesn't put the ball on the turf very often, but he has fumbled the two straight games mm-hmm. against Miami and then today against Pittsburgh. Are you at all concerned about that? No, not really. I mean, I think obviously the, the rain played a factor in this. Um, I'm not cons- I, I'm not going to be concerned about that, giving Gus the ball in the playoffs. Yeah. But I, I think that Justice Hill has been really good. You know, he was excellent against the Miami Dolphins. If if that puts a little bit more on Justice's plate, I'm okay with that. And I'm interested to see what Dalvin Cook's got. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe maybe he gets whatever five carries. You know, in in the playoffs, in the divisional playoffs. I don't know, but it, I'm not too worried about Gus fumbling the ball. I, I have faith in Gus. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm, I agree with you on that. Disappointing. You don't want to see that, but Gus has carried plenty of times in big moments, and so I'm not too worried about that the Dalvin Cook piece is definitely interesting John Harbaugh said after the game that part of it is just good player becomes available of course you're going to take a look at a good player and that I also thought it was interesting that he said Dalvin wanted to come here yeah now the report as soon as Dalvin was released was that he wanted to go somewhere to a place that has a chance to compete for the play in the playoffs and, yeah. and win a Super it's Bowl been a frustrating so. season for him he's been backing up Brees Hall all season long he's a four-time pro bowler yeah you know and so he wanted a chance and the great Jets granted him that opportunity to go 
try to win a Super Bowl somewhere. I mean, Dalvin Cook was a thousand yard receiver last year. Yeah. Or so a thousand yard rusher yeah. last year. So yeah. like he he hasn't done well. He didn't do much in New York this year, but this is a a talented player, so I'm curious to see what he can do if he ends up getting opportunities. The Ravens will get a good look at him at practice over the next two weeks, and yeah. I think that will dictate whether they feel like they can activate him from the practice squad for any of these playoff games. Okay, a couple other notes from this game. Trenton Simpson, how about the rookie inside linebacker, third-round pick out of Clemson, really made his kind of defensive debut, in yeah. air quotes, tonight, and a couple tackles for loss, first career sack, and gets seven tackles in this game? Yeah, really strong game for the rookie. I thought that this showed exactly what you would hope to get out of Trent Simpson when the Ravens drafted him. The scouting report on him was this is a guy who flies over the field. He's a, a smart player who plays hard, who wants to prepares well, and he did all of that. It was interesting. Patrick Queen talked about how during the week. And even during the game, at some points, like Trent Simpson was asking a ton of questions. Like, this is a guy who wants to learn. <laughs> like, this guy would not stop asking. He questions. would not stop. He was pestering me with questions, and he won't because he he cares. And man, like that preparation showed up. In order for him to to make the plays that he did and play with that speed, I thought speaks to the preparation and as well as of course the talent. I mean, the dude is an athletic freak. Yeah, like he's Patrick Queen said he's maybe faster than me. I, I think that based on the 40 times from the combine, it, Trenton Simpson has it. So <laughs> he I looked pretty darn fast on that sack. He was flying all over the field, and that gives you a, a lot of excitement about what this guy could become in his career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's, here's a player who, it, it, I thought it was funny after the game. So we're going up to interview him, and <laughs> he's getting dressed, and he says to the reporters, hey, could you, could you guys give me a minute? I want to comb my hair. Like, do you <laughs> mind? And we're like, of course, man, you know, like, go ahead. Like, and then he comes back and, and, uh, does the interview. And afterwards he's like, did, did anybody have anything else for me? Like, am I supposed to go do any inter- other interviews? What do I do after this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, and it was just so, uh, wholesome. Maybe yeah. is the right word. And, uh, he's just a really polite kid. A really, I like, he's got a great head on his shoulders. And like you say, when you combine that with the athleticism, the tools are there. And obviously this is a player who, when the Ravens drafted him, there's a lot of talk about, Oh, does he replace Patrick queen? And Patrick queen has had a fantastic pro bowl season. We hope that Patrick queen is back. Mm-hmm. I hope the Ravens are able to re-sign him. That remains to be seen. If, if he goes elsewhere, Trent Simpson's going to get his opportunity. Yeah. And I think that tonight showed yeah, like, do I expect him to be as good as Patrick Queen in, in year one or in, in year two for him? No, right? But he's got the tools to develop, and maybe he can become as good as him eventually. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think I thought it was a promising sign. Yeah, I, I just thought that it was he was fun to watch play. Like, he, he honestly reminded me kind of of a young Patrick Queen. Like, yeah, flying like, around. He just flies around the football. Yep. And, like, that is what Patrick Queen does as well as if not better than any other linebacker. He has great sideline to sideline speed. He tracks guys down in the backfield. He plays with intensity and fire. And that's the way Trenton Simpson was out there today. Yeah. So can you imagine, by the way, what better situation to be in? You come in as a rookie inside linebacker and you have not <laughs> one, but two pro bowlers in your room. And it, and Trenton actually said that he's he's really spent time trying to learn from those guys. I mentioned all the questions that he was asking. He said the other piece of advice from Roquan Smith was that Roquan basically told him just to play fast. Like, mm-hmm. even if you make a mistake, make it at 100 miles an hour. Be yourself, play fast. And that's exactly what Trent Simpson did out there. Yeah, pretty impressive. One other note is Michael Pierce. He confirmed in the locker room after the game the reported two-year contract extension, uh, and, which is 
awesome. You know, it's it, a it's neat that the Ravens here we are getting ready to enter uh, the playoffs, a critical playoffs. You're the best seat, team in the NFL, but you're already making moves for the future, mm-hmm. right? To make sure that you stay atop the league. And I think it's a Michael Pierce has had a great season. I mean, arguably the best season of his career this year. Yeah. And uh and so I think bringing him back is a, is a big deal for the Ravens, especially if Justin Matabike is going to be a free agent also. Keeping some defensive lines up. They already signed, re-signed Broderick Washington before the season started. Uh, you have Travis Jones. But to keep big old Michael Pierce, who's played really well as a as a run stopper, even as a pass rusher, he's even dropped in coverage. To keep <laughs> him around, I think, is a really good good deal and and also for him it's really important because here's a guy who's battled injuries his whole career he's played every game this year yeah and he said he told me quite just flat out he said look if it had been another injury riddled year i would have retired mm-hmm. i wouldn't be here right now i wouldn't have signed it to your contract extension yeah. well he even said honestly would go back when we had him on the lounge when he signed the contract to come back here after the time he spent in Minnesota, he said at that time, you know, this is gonna be my last contract. I'm gonna play this out. <laughs> so much and then I'm gonna that, huh? and then I'm gonna retire as a Raven. And this is where I plan to end my career. And I've never really heard a guy like speak that openly about that, especially on a deal that's like a multi year deal. Right. Like, All right, this is gonna be it for me. Here's my swan song. And for him to play at this level at this stage of his career, I think speaks to a guy that's worked really hard. And I think that he was disappointed about how his career has gone the past few years. You know, he sat out the year, the COVID year in Minnesota. Then he came back, he dealt with injuries. Then he comes back here to Baltimore, gets hurt early in the season. And so it's like, he just hasn't played much football over mm-hmm. the past three years, which, and, and when you're now, you, when you're healthy and you're playing at a high level, it's kind of like, why not? Why am I going to stop now? Yeah. Having fun, good team, all that. Like, oh, they, yeah. they want to pay me. Sure. Yeah. He's <laughs> you know? clearly got plenty of gas left in the tank. And, I think that like that is part of the story of this year's Ravens team. You have him, and then I think another great note from today was Jadavion Clowney. Yep. Jadavion Clowney gets a career high in sacks. And Kyle Van Noy. The two of them, they both finished with career highs and sacks, but Clowney was a story today because he got, he needed a half sack in order to get a $750,000 incentive. Did you get your incentive today? Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't a $750,000. It was extra nachos. <laughs> extra nachos box. for staying out in the rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Game, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Extra <laughs> you get an extra spoonful of guac, buddy. I was early, I was early in, the, in the nacho line at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> But so so he gets a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar incentive. It was really funny because he didn't know at first whether he was going to get credit with credited with the sack. Those because, guys, at this time of year, you're fighting for him. Yeah, and he all <laughs> you know the play was like, is that are they calling that a forward pass? The ball went forward. It was a strip sack. So it was just kind of like, what's what's the call here? Is this definitely a sack? Where is this land? Is it an incomplete pass? And so it was like this delayed reaction then he sees that he gets credit with the sack he does a celebration his teammates were all hooting and hollering and they michael pierce actually joked he's like that was like the longest celebration that i've ever seen because it was <laughs> delayed and then it carried on for a while but i was happy for clowning uh, yeah for sure I, and his teammates clearly were too here's a guy that really when you're talking i mean he's fifth in the league in pressure rate in the league mm-hmm. i mean he's missed a lot of sacks so you know what it one being ruled in his favor, he deserved that. He deserved that ruling yeah. because he's created a lot of sacks for teammates that where he's almost had them and then a teammate finished him off. Yeah. And now nobody finishes all of their sacks. 
the quarterback gets away from everybody mm-hmm. occasionally. Jadavion Clowney's had a high rate. And if he finished even half of them, the guy would be among the league leaders. He'd be contented with TJ Watt out yeah, there. Yeah. For I mean, honestly, I know. He, nine and a half, he's he's let easily eight slip through his fingers. <laughs> You're right. And so and he's kept track of them. Yeah. I tell he can run through them. And so uh, I was happy for him to get that one. I know he wanted to get double digit sacks. But the 750K, let's be honest, that's, yeah. that's nice, too. That's that a was, nice number. That was, it was kind of funny because he was like, oh, yeah, someone sent that to me. You know, People were kind of hitting me up about that. Then Mike yeah. Peters was like, hey, that guy's been talking about it for two weeks. He wants to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, really happy for him. And you can see the impact that, honestly, all three of those vets on the defensive line make him. Kyle Van Noy and Michael Pierce. Those are three great guys. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, talk a little playoff scenarios, and also what this team will do coming out of the break, the schedule that they're going to have. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. You're listening to the Lounge Podcast. We want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a limited time offer running right now. You don't want to miss it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK at DraftKings. You need to be physically present in Maryland to play and at least 21 years old. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Also, BGE is all about small businesses being the backbone of Maryland's economy. In partnership with the Ravens, BGE is investing in communities across Central Maryland, helping small businesses continue to thrive. Be sure to visit www.bgenow.com to learn more. This week's business is Rev Cycle Studios in Brewers Hill. It's got a talented lineup of cycle instructors that will inspire, motivate, and challenge you throughout your ride, letting you get the best sweat in town. So the Ravens now go into their playoff mode schedule. That will be a, it'll be a normal practice week as if the Ravens are going to play a game. So the Ravens will practice on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, just as they normally would if they were going to be playing in a wild card playoff game. I like it. 
Mm-hmm. So stay sharp. Keep getting better. You know, don't get rusty in the whole rust conversation, rest versus rust. The Ravens aren't just going to rest. And they're going to do stuff to fend off the rust. Yeah. And so I like that. You know, I mean, let's keep working here. We're not going to play a game. That's obviously going to help the bodies out, but we're not going to take a long break. Yeah, I know. There's all the conversation about 2019 and what happened in that year. I've said many times, I feel like there's a variety of reasons why this team is different. Schematically, they're different. Maturity-wise, they're different. Talent-wise, they're different. I just think there's there's so many factors at play that make this team different and honestly better equipped to handle the break and the pressure that comes with playing in the playoffs. So I feel really good about the mindset of this team. And, and, I, and honestly, I think that the two guys that really set that tone, and there's a number of them, but I think it's Lamar on the offensive side and it's Roquan on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that they have set the tone for this team all year long and they will continue to do that. Yeah, those, those dudes are dialed in. Yes. For sure. So talking about the, the potential of who the Ravens might face in the divisional round. So the bummer of the day is that the Steelers... Uh, playoff chances improved. I mean, really, who wants to see the Steelers yeah. in the playoffs? That's no fun, right? So the Steelers get in now. If the Texans and Colts don't tie, unlikely, the Jags or the Jags lose to the Titans. Oh, I'm sorry. They get in if the Texans and Colts do tie or if the Jags lose to the Titans or if the Bills lose to the Dolphins. So yeah. not, a, not a sure thing, but you get, you have three possibilities there. And any of them could come true, probably not the tie. Yeah. Um, so that would get the Steelers in the playoffs. Now, the interesting thing here is that the Steelers win today really hurts probably the Bills the most. Now the Bills are in a situation where if they beat the Dolphins, they're the AFC East champs and the number two seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If the Bills lose the Dolphins and the Jaguars beat the Titans... The Bills are out. The Bills are out, right. And this has been one of the hottest teams in the NFL down the stretch behind the Ravens, let's be right. honest. Let's right. be honest. But they've had some really big wins. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Cowboys. They, the Bills have been playing really well. DVOA, they're one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And they might be out of the playoffs. So Steelers or Bills, who would you rather in the playoffs? I know you don't want to see, you know, nobody right. likes seeing the Steelers in the playoffs, but... I'd rather. I think I'd rather see them come to MT Bank Stadium than I would the Bills well, in the it, divisional round if that were the the possibility. Yeah, and if it were if 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 that were to be the case in the divisional round, the, the reason would be that they're the lowest seed that wins. So it would be that the Steelers as the seven seed right. would beat the Dolphins in that situation, right. and then they would be back here. Patrick Queen, in the divisional round. Patrick Queen said. If they come, if we see those guys again, we'll be ready. Yeah, I, absolutely. If they beat them twice, that's going to be something that bothers this team, no doubt about it. And we all know, as we said at the top of the podcast, you know, the Ravens are basically playing with one hand behind their back today. So, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of Ravens fans probably are going to be rooting for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. You know, they play Sunday night, Bills Bills Dolphins Sunday night, um, and if the Dolphins win, then the Bills are out of the playoffs. So, well, uh, and the and the, tit- and the, the Titans Jags need to beat the Titans. Yes, the Titans the Titans can't beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs to win that game. So it's twofold, but um you know, it'll be interesting to see. We'll have plenty of time obviously this week to talk about who the Ravens could face in the divisional round, all sorts of different scenarios. Um, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. For now, you basically turn the page, okay? You know, usually they say the 24-hour rule. It's about a 24-minute rule, okay? For turn, sure. Turn the page. It's playoff mode. Playoff mode activated, and uh, the Ravens are going to get back to work 
later this week. I really feel confident about this team going into postseason. So, as always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Let us know what you think about this squad. Also, head over to the to the press pass feed as well. All press conferences will live there in their entirety. Leave a rating and review and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again this week. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks unlimited plan starting at 25 dollars a line per month for four lines you'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long it's the refund that keeps on refunding find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local walmart store Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.